Welcome to 52 Weeks in the Word. I'm your host, Trillia Newbell, and I'm so excited to have Jen Oshman on the show. Jen, you write and speak and think a lot about the culture and about the, our cultural moments. And so here's my question. We need discernment. And I would love to, to glean from you, um, how do we engage the culture well and with discernment? And I'm just going to add grace um, because we we're, I see that we lack a lot of that. Um, can you help us get have a biblical perspective and and help us gain an understanding of how we can engage well. Oh, I love this question, Trillia. Thank you for inviting me to just sort of take a stab at it. Um, I just love to sit up and think about how the Lord God has made us, the cultures and time and place that he has placed us, and what his word has to say toward that end. Um, you know, I often look to Acts 17 that tells us that God determined the places and the times that we would live. So first of all, I think we have to acknowledge that when and where we live is no mistake. The fact that, you know, you and I are in the 21st century in the cities where God has placed us is under his sovereignty. God ordained that we would be here and now for his purposes. And we also see in scripture that our purpose is to love God and to love others, is to know him and to make him known, um, is to bring our Lord honor and to love our neighbors. So putting those two things together then, um, acknowledging we are where we are because it's under God's purposes. And we ask the Lord, okay, Father, then how might I honor you and serve you? And how might I love my neighbors in this specific time and place? And, you know, I think as we seek to answer that question, we've got to be honest and say that so many things are discipling you and me. Even those of us who are followers of Jesus, in church regularly, even in the word of God daily, we are still being discipled by other things as well, whether that's social media or cable news or talk radio. You know, there's a lot of things that are pouring into our hearts and our minds. And so I think first and foremost, we have to acknowledge that the world around us shapes us. The culture around us shapes us. So are we in the word more than we are in the world? Or are we taking in God's messages and God's truth and his love for other people and his love for us that we might, you know, be a blessing to those he has placed us near. Um, and I think that's really the beginning of engaging culture is knowing who God is, knowing how he made us, and then being a vessel or a conduit for his love and mercy and grace to those around us. So yeah, discernment really starts in the word, abiding in Jesus, knowing what he says. I can't help but think of John 17, where Jesus is praying for the disciples. And in John uh, 17, 15, he says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. And and then he goes on that um, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. And as you were speaking, my mind went straight to that text and um, those series of verses that even Jesus was praying these things for the disciples. And, and so here's my question. You're right. We're exposed to the world. We're in the world. So how can we do it? How can we be in the world world, um, at, gain discernment and do it well? Mm. I think that first and foremost, we have to acknowledge that we are not our own, but we were bought as a, at a price, the Apostle Paul says in the letter to the Corinthians. So 
all that I have, my home, my education, my health, my resources, those things were not given to me by the Lord for me to hoard and keep to myself. But those resources were given to me to steward so that I might shine a light on Jesus, so that I might bring life to those who are around me. So you're absolutely right. We should not be secluded. We should not run away from the world. We have to engage and acknowledge that um, the Lord has placed us where he has for a reason, that his image, the Imago Dei, rests on every single person that we come into contact with, and that God has placed us there for a reason. So how might we steward what he's given us so that we honor him and we love others? And I, I agree with you. We and what Jesus says there, we need to go into the world. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. The, the language of scripture is very missional. It's very uh, to go forth, to go forward and not to hide, but to be a city on a hill, to be the salt of the earth, that we might um, speak words of life and bring others to everlasting life as they meet Jesus through us, if he would allow. Mm. And you have ex you have been in a different culture and country, and so I wonder if, as you were, if that motivates. First of all, you should tell our audience where you were, but I wonder if that motivates um, you to 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 go and make disciples of all nations. And if there is something about that being in a different context that helps ignite that, um, and how you can how you can encourage those who are listening to do to do likewise. Yes. So we lived in Japan and the Czech Republic, two very spiritually dark and atheist nations in this world. And I remember one day standing at a very busy intersection in Japan and just wa watching the people and the cars go by and looking at their eyes and their hair and their faces and thinking to myself, Lord, you created each of these people. I mean, I'm probably looking at thousands of people at one time and you created each of them with such care. You know the hair on their head. You know the worries that they have in their life. You know what's happening in their lives. And Lord, your desire is that none would perish. And in a place like Japan, where less than one half of 1% proclaimed Christ, same statistic for the Czech Republic, um, those are lives that are precious to our Lord. And he asks us to go and share with them the truth and the beauty of who he is. And so, yeah, I, I, and I will be the first to admit and confess that I get complacent and I get comfortable and I want to be secluded in my own home, cozy and safe right here where I am. But the Lord really doesn't give that option to believers. He has filled us with his spirit and he says, I have all authority therefore go. And so as often as I'm able, I want to remember that. And by his spirit and the prompting of his grace and mercy to me, I want to go and share that with those who are around me. Well, as you were talking, I couldn't help but um, think of C.S. Lewis. And he wrote um, uh, in The Weight of Glory, there's this quote that I I, I love, and it's a motivator for me. Um, God's word is a motivator with the that you quote him, go and make disciples. But this, I, I really have loved this um, this quote. So I'm going to read part of it. There are no ordinary people. You have never talked to a mere mortal. Nations, cultures, arts, civilizations, these are mortal. And their life is to ours as the life of a gnat. But it is immortals whom we joke with, 
work with, marry, snub, and exploit, immortal horrors or everlasting splendors. This does not mean that we are to be perpetually solemn. We must play, but our merriment must be of that kind, and it is, in fact, the merriest kind, which exists between people who have, from the outset, taken each other seriously. No flippancy, no superiority, no presumption. It, it it just shocks me into reality. Oh, that's right. We're we're walking with um, people who either know Jesus or don't. And so when we're thinking about cultural engagement, it seems like what you're saying is, hey, be others focused. Remember that God created people in the, his image and everyone has value and worth and everyone needs to know Jesus. <laughs> and and so that's what I'm hearing you say as I as I listen and and um that and we have and I think you mentioned we want to steward what God has given us. And we we do have one thing. We have the gospel. If you have placed your faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, you have the best news in the world. And so we want to not keep it to ourselves. Is that some a summary of what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. And Trillia, it is so easy to just drift back towards self-focus and to want to make the most of my life and protect my family and pour only into my family. But again, the Lord has placed us in this time and place on purpose, and he's created us on purpose for a purpose. And we know that is to engage the world, to love our neighbor, to bring honor and glory to our God. And I'm preaching to myself here because I know this is hard and I know um, we have to push against our own flesh and the world around us. But as you say, the spirit lives in us. So wherever I go, Jesus goes. Whatever door I walk through, Christ comes with me and um, he has the words of life. And so I want to share that life with those who are around me. Amen. So here's what I'd love for you to do. Will you pray for us? And will you pray for us to be evangelists? <laughs> because really, it's interesting. We were, we were talking about cultural engagement, and it could take all sorts of different shapes, but I love where it went. <laughs> and I, I do. I pray that we would be people who would um, go and, and make disciples, share the gospel, and then teach them everything that um that the Lord says that so that they may know him and obey him. Um, so would you pray for us? Yes, I would love to. Lord God, we are so grateful that we can come to you in the name of your son and in the power of your spirit. And Lord, that you have rescued and redeemed us. God, what a gift that through no effort of our own, you have reconciled us to your son and we now live in the kingdom of light. God, our biggest problem has been solved. If we are walking with you and in your forgiveness, Lord, our biggest problem has been solved. So then, Lord, would you encourage us, inspire us, let us not rest, help us to go to the nations, to go to our neighbors, to go to the city, the cul-de-sac, the classroom, wherever it is you have, you have placed us, Lord. You have placed us on purpose and for a purpose, and we know that that is to honor you and abide in you, but also to shine a light on you, that others may see you and know you and be saved. God, I pray that for myself and for everybody listening, that we would remember the beautiful image bearers around us, that we would not hoard our resources, but that we would be quick to share the word of life, the truth of life, the giver of life, and all that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Jen.